This episode of Turning This Car Around is brought to you by Sixt. Sixt offers a whole new car rental experience. At Sixt, you can rent top quality cars like the 2018 Jaguar F-Type. Wow. Mm. I don't know that car, but that sounds awesome. At affordable prices. Sixt locations can be found in major cities like Miami, L.A., Las Vegas, Atlanta, Dallas, Philadelphia, and Seattle. Hey, that's near me. And over 105 countries internationally. Head to Sixt.com to find a branch near you or your next destination. That's S-I-X-T dot com. Sixt. Drive first class, pay economy. I'm John Lex Friedman is gone. He's abandoned us. And we're going to hold it against him. I'm John Armstrong. <laughs> Welcome to the entirely what? I, well, I was just going to say, I will say that having one time like splurged on a rental car, um, it was it was a Mustang. It wasn't like, you know, yeah, like, I mean, it wasn't wasn't a, absolutely incredible, but it was awesome. I, I did. I went to Miami, one of the places where you can get <laughs> the car mm-hmm. from sixth and mm-hmm. uh, drove up to my parents place in a convertible Mustang. And it was so cool. <laughs> it's the best. That's really the greatest. Treat yourself. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to turning this car around. The world is falling apart, so treat yourself. Yeah. Not not only okay. So apparently, uh, just for the astrologically minded, Mars is now in retrograde. Hmm. Uh, and apparently, that's a two month ordeal that we're in for. Um, so if you feel sluggish, indeterminate, we have been sleeping a lot later because <laughs> it's summer. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and yesterday I had to drag out Hank out of bed at like 10 AM, I think. Yeah. We had that yesterday. Yeah. We had an 11 AM sleeper, I think 10 30. Mm-hmm. One of them. She could, yeah. she could sleep. Literally. I would have let him sleep longer, but I had to do a podcast and I was like, okay, he's mm-hmm. got to get up before I you got to get. Yeah. 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 Uh, lead up. So my kids are here in New York. It's awesome. It's chaos. And it's, it's insane. I mean, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> insane because, and I've alluded to this on previous episodes, we are three of the girls go to camp on Sunday. And so they got in Tuesday night. Yesterday was the adjustment day. Let's all chill. And we're not going to mm-hmm. push everybody. And we're going to go see a movie and spend a billion dollars on the movie and the food. And, <laughs> and the the food was more than the uh, movie tickets. Anyway. Sure. And of course, the only people, the only things kid ate were the $11 milkshakes or whatever, $10 shakes, <laughs> which are amazing. They have chocolate chip cookie shakes and the there's cookie bits, like actual cookies in the mm-hmm. thing. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, and, and Incredibles 2, big thumbs up. A lot of fun. Perfect summer popcorn movie. Great production design. You know, as a parent, you can probably write the ending, like in the first act, you know what's going to happen. Right, right. But um, the kids loved it. And it's funny. Cool. It's real funny. Um, anyway, now though, now the shit's hitting the fan, John. Uh, it's time. <laughs> and it's go time on the packing. So the I think you mean the rubber's up. hitting the road. Mm, yeah. Uh, the not but, quite... But maybe both. <laughs> not quite folded camp clothes are hitting the bottom of the trunk. There you go. Um, so we're labeling... We're going down checklists because we have a limited amount of time to get Amazon overnight deliveries now mm-hmm. and um, and or go to places that might have what, what it is the kids may need. Um, there's always some little last minute things, but uh, Marlo needs sandals, apparently. Hmm. Sure. Just despite assurances that were made. Uh, and so they, okay. they go they go this 
Yeah. So my Weekend? two are going to go f- this week, and my girlfriend's youngest will go. And the Marlo's only going to stay for a week, though. This is her first year. She's going to stay for a week. So her packing, we still have to do all the stuff. We have to label all the clothes, and we have to, you know, there's a checklist. We got to make sure she's all packed up. She doesn't get a trunk yet because there's just the trunk is overkill for the weaker so the kids just stay for a week mm-hmm. um so yeah. you know we're we are uh and and also today's a working day for me too which is really awesome because this project is like in a scary <laughs> spot so professionally i'm freaking out <laughs> uh my girlfriend is a saint and I uh, need to go on the record and state that she is amazing and she's making all kinds of sacrifices today. And I just want to go on record and thank her publicly for the sacrifices she is making because she is without her. This, <laughs> this episode is brought a, to you by John's girlfriend. Mm-hmm, exactly. She, she, this would be the biggest shit show ever. I'd be screaming at the kids right now, like lividly mm-hmm. screaming instead of like, yes, let me po- put the professional call that I'm on on mute yeah. and pretend yeah. that I'm still paying attention to that while I find your you know whatever it is socks or whatever <laughs> that, that <laughs> or charge Gosh, your phone or you know the last time man when was it was we were uh, when we were going to san diego last year i can't remember hank likes hank likes to have a like he likes to shave his head he likes to have a clean head nice um because um, he just i mean and then he and then he sometimes he'll let it just grow really long i mean but but when he he doesn't like getting his hair cut very much so he when he it's one or the does other. it, he just wants to go. He wants to go all the way down, um, mm-hmm. and you know, and not have to deal with it for a while. So um, <laughs> the night before we were going somewhere, Karen had to go up to like Seattle for something, and I don't remember what. But so she was out, and I was running around like a lunatic trying to get you know stuff ready and pack and and do all this stuff, and you know, like I mean, like I'm telling him get in the shower, get in the shower. So he gets in the shower and I come in to see how he's doing at some point and he's started shaving his head. <laughs> he's got, and of course he's only got like one patch, you know, like he's just like run a razor right oh through like the middle of his forehead. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, what are you doing? <laughs> Cause you can't, I mean, he's never going to be able to do the whole head that way because he had a decent amount of hair on his head at that point. And I was right. just like, like, hey, you got to get out. You got to get out. And we got to, like, get the electric razor. And we mm-hmm. got to start doing this right. Because otherwise, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it was, yeah. like, almost time for him to go to bed. And he's started oh. doing that. Oh, my God. I was I just completely Had lost it. it. So yeah. I understand that that feeling. It's And the thing is, is that I knew I knew we'd have a day. I knew today was going to be a bumpy day. But my girlfriend, I don't think, did. And so there's some expectation management that I failed. Mm-hmm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise my hand fail i should have taken these days <laughs> off i should have just straight up i can't come to work these no, days fellas yeah. because next yeah. week i can totally work and everyone else is gone which is in a way kind of good because um, i think i'll be super productive next week but i am taking tomorrow off um to do what i'm sure is going to be chaotic last minute running around um i think there's a lot of emotions right now because uh it's marlo's first year at camp i think she's got some marlo doesn't mm-hmm necessarily know she's feeling something until um maybe it's a little late to rectify yeah. anything yeah. so well i think well i think people i was gonna say kids in general, yeah, no, but no. i think i think people also have that yeah and i'm not i'm not saying that marlo's alone i'm just saying that i 
I'm a father of this kid who I am trying to figure out what's going on. And, you know, the other thing, and I think the the bigger one, and I, I'm going to share this story because I totally screwed up and I'm, I want to own it publicly. Um, so if you're part of a mixed family, and I think actually the mixed family part of this adds a layer, mm-hmm. but even like just normal parents who are not divorced and live together and, you know, everything's great. When one of the adults gives an instructions, you know, like, hey, kid, do this thing. Or all kids, you're doing this now. Example, subway car, super janky, sloshy, drivers driving nutty, like fast <laughs> and slow and jerky. And it's like the track is nuts and the car's old. So it's, you know, it's probably best if everyone sits down. Right. So native New Yorker says, hey, everybody, sit down. We get everybody sat down after two of the kids like were near, I think two fell to the floor and others <laughs> were seriously <laughs> jarred. So they, so that, that was a great call. And as we're riding along, the ride smooths out. I'm like, okay. And then Marlo's like, can I stand up? I'm like, sure. That was the wrong move on my part. And <laughs> you, you want to present a unified team to the yes. kids. Yeah. Right. And then, um, you know, I, it was clear, it was been, it was made clear to me that that was the wrong choice to make as an adult. <laughs> and, um, there's some crossfire that maybe a, a certain kid got caught in. So there's some damage control when we got home. And, um, so I apologized. Everything's fine, but Very good. just a, a note. And I think from a dad level, this is especially true. Cause I think dudes are kind of don't often see the big picture especially when something like that happens where the big picture person is like, okay, this is unsafe. Everyone sit down and we're going to remain seated until we get off this thing. Like the, the, I know the the whole story here and the whole story is we're not standing up on this car until we have to get off until the car is at a stop and the doors are open. And I was dumb and didn't see that. (laughs) And I think that's a common occurrence for men. I just do. Yeah, I well, to, you know, yeah, we're a little lot more. We're not reckless. a smart <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, yeah, right. Like we're the. Eh, it's gonna be fine. It'll be good for yeah, them. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, like it's a if they fall, they're just gonna hurt themselves a little bit. A little bit, and and it's gonna be yeah. okay because then they'll learn right. to sit down. Right. Like they'll. Right. they'll, they'll I they'll fell a lot themselves. when I was. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So many times on my to... head. <laughs> hmm. I had to talk to Marlo. Look how, and look how I turned out. Right. Great. Everyone's great. <laughs> no, but I had to talk to Marlo. I had to do a lot of damage control with Marlo, with the girlfriend. And um, anyway, I apologized. I admitted my error. And, you know, and it's, I think it's especially loaded when, in our case, you know, the kids, the time we spend with the kids is usually in a, like, Thanksgiving, Christmas situation. And the summer, you know, the summer takes some adjustment. Like there's a few days of kind of settling in. And because everyone's going to camp, that we don't really have that luxury of like, let's have two days of just like hanging out and doing stuff and like being calm. And then then we can get to whatever it is we got to get done. Mm-hmm. And we just don't have that luxury. So anyway, it's, I'm just, I'm just getting back in the swing of it is all. And you don't want to make the other parent the bad person, right? The bad cop. Right. Unless there's a previous, previously arranged to and agreed to, I will be the bad cop in this situation mm-hmm. uh, agreement. A yeah. pre- or if you're trying to get back at them it's for something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> if you're trying to exact <laughs> passive aggressive revenge. <laughs> exactly. 
And I think there's the show title, Exacting Passive Aggressive Revenge. Yeah, so um, my 14-year-old, John, woke up yesterday. I'm really tired still. Okay, why don't you just go in and lay down? Three hours later, she woke up. It was awesome because she felt great. Her mood was great. Yay. Oh, nice. But I kind of think everyone else needs to take that same nap because everyone's going to bed really late and still kind of waking up normal time. And, um, yeah. (laughs) Um, you know, I was just, I was going to, um, I was trying to find this while we were talking, but, um, I saw this this morning, but it's an article here. Let me share this with you. It's an article on NBC about, um, how much risk is good for kids. Ooh, nicely Um, done. Yeah, so it ties ties in perfectly to what we were just talking about, and it's about um, a. Uh, it's I guess this is sort of a camp mm-hmm. for kids in New oh York. Oh my god, City. that picture is driving me crazy! Oh, and oh, that's so wrong. <laughs> it's um, and it's sort of just like a junkyard with um, like a whole bunch of wood and nails and hammers and <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and now these kids look, yeah, they don't, well, actually some of them look pretty young. Oh yeah. Um, some of them look quite young, but, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really opposed to this. I mean, Hank, Hank loved to like hammer stuff, particularly yeah. at that age. And even now, like, so like the other day we, you know, needed to do some stuff in the yard and I, I had like trim back a tree and I had all these, um, branches that were lying there and I couldn't get them into the yard when ba- yard waste bin um because it was full and so then i had you know then we had to wait for them to come get it and then i had to fill it up again and um so i needed to you know go out there and like chop them up some more so i wanted him to come help me and and so you know like sitting there like it's one of the few things outside that he actually enjoys doing right is anything that's sort of demolition so like last year we Mm -hmm. had his old playhouse was was there which he hadn't been in in years and so Mm -hmm. we decided to just take it down um, and like prying that thing open and like ripping the ceiling off. I mean, like doing all that stuff. He, he kind of enjoyed that. And then just even like sawing up a bunch of like logs and branches mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That was not nice. bad either. Um, so, you know, I think he, he, he likes the um, gravitates more towards the thing where you're taking stuff apart because it's, it's less, a lot less structure. Yeah. You can, just do what you, want. you can just do what you because you can't really do it wrong. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Either. Exactly. You can just, just you can just do it. And then, you know, anything that gets into the bin is a win. <laughs> There's a great photo on the story. It's down a ways of a kid five years old. She is in a princess outfit. Yes. <laughs> With a shovel. With a shovel. Yeah. Fantastic. Pink shoes, the whole bit. Tights, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Going for it. Uh, but the, the hero image on this thing. So, so the story talks about this place in New York called Governor's Island, and there's a place called the Yard. Link is in the show notes. I I texted it to you, John. Yes. And uh, uh, the hero image for the video shows uh, a kid holding a saw. Uh, completely wrong um, and not safe at all. <laughs> And um, that's just like True. Like, like, like um, stitches like, and several like about to saw her leg off. <laughs> yeah, and it's and and uh, and maybe a finger. Uh, just completely not the safest way to do it. And and I'm sure um, 
they've heard about them. I'm sure the people on NBC or whoever like are, you know, going insane on this right now. But yeah, I, I'm generally I'm working on my helicoptering and non helicoptering mm-hmm. mm-hmm. stuff. But wow, uh, that just there's so much wrong there. Like every part of me wants to like go find the kid. And we're gonna put that in a proper place, <laughs> and we're gonna did like you see have the some... sign. <laughs> Where is that? The sign says your children are fine without advice and suggestions. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but That's... but but yeah. Except for the part where they're going to cut their leg off. So that's, you know, I mean, I have to draw a line somewhere. And I think um, uh, this to me is like, uh, this was probably OCD therapy for a lot of parents, actually. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, you know, know, it's. Anytime something happens to a kid, there's a whole bunch of people there who are saying, where, you know, where are the parents? What lousy parenting? Mm -hmm. That's right. Wow. So I, you know, I get, I get what they're doing here. Like this, basically this was my neighborhood as a kid. Like there'd be parents, like they'd have a wood pile behind their garage, you know, and we'd go tear apart. Like they'd be like, oh, I built this thing and we're tearing it apart. Like uh, random. My dad would build temporary things. Like we're going to build a brace so I can fix this thing. And then we'd have the wood left over and he'd want to tear it down so we could and put it in the, the scrap pile so that if he needed it again mm-hmm. at some point, we, we'd yeah. use it. We had like a scrap barrel in the garage. And um, so that was awesome. Loved it. We When I was um, probably, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, 13, I think in that range, we built a garage. And the, the garage was built out of cinder blocks with a brick facade and that was done, like, when they came to do that, they were done in, like, you know, two days or something. It was crazy. And in the wintertime, they stood up, because they got delivered in, November, like, December, the ceiling or the roof joists. Mm-hmm. And m- my dad and his brother and my cousin, and, like, we had a bunch of people helping us. They stood up all the um, those joists and then put... Um, four by eight plywood on top and tar papered and the tar paper I could do because it, the, the nails that you use for those, they were short nails and they had, um, the nail was actually driven through a galvanized kind of square mm-hmm. as like, and it had little bend down things as like a extra surface area to hold the tar paper down. And I could hit those in two hits and nail them in. If you had a nail longer than like two inches, forget it. It's bent. It's going in the wrong way, whatever. Awful. Yeah. But those I, I nailed, man. I literally, I nailed them. <laughs> and that project I was... Think it, I feel like maybe what we need to do is like sort of distinguish between things that, you know, where a kid might get cut or bonked or, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could lose a finger or something doing some of the stuff, but it seems really unlikely. But anyway, you know, and there are people there watching so it's right. not like they're off completely on their own doing this stuff. But between right. that and, you know, something where the kid's actually, like, going to die. <laughs> right. You know? Right. I, mean, yes. I don't think it's a problem if a kid gets injured. You know, gets a bad cut. Right. Even has to have stitches. Um, you know, I think that stuff we need to be maybe a little bit more accepting of. And then the other stuff is what we need to be more worried about. Mm. The thing that, mm. you know, the things that actually might kill them. Right. Right. 
I mean, it, as long as it's like, you know, it's sort of a growth thing as opposed to, um, you know, like the, I don't think the subway thing, you know, like the, it's unnecessary for them to stand and fall and hurt themselves on the subway. They're not going to learn anything. I mean, other than <laughs> don't stand on the subway when it's bouncing around. That's mm-hmm. not that's a lesson that you don't have to learn, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, you know they're not exploring right <laughs> you right. know they're not playing right. which is i right. think you know the, the one of the points of this this article is um one of the things that they say is that uh you know if if you're like making them do something it's not really play yeah it's you know it's um yes. it's something that's instructional and um and playing is you know things that come from themselves and so if they're not gonna really seriously hurt themselves, just let them play. Yeah, and I, I think there's a great, a great quote in this article. It's just a ways down. It says basically, it's a society that has decided gradually but overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly to look at childhood only through the lens of what could go tragically wrong. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and that really sums it up right there. <laughs> I mean, like. That's that's one of the reasons why I was talking with Lita about this last night. You know, and that's the other thing. And I don't know if you've had this with the moment, these moments yet with 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 your kid, but we had a really awesome conversation. And there was because there was an introduction of meta layers. Like, you know, she was so excited. She's summer camp is one of her favorite things. She loves it, and. You know, John Dickerson wrote this great piece about it. I think I've mentioned it before on the show, but he wrote Mm -hmm. this awesome piece about dropping his kid off and what it was like and the memories it brought back of his own camp, going to camp experiences and what it kind of meant for him. And I kind of shared some of that with Lita that, you know, for the first time in your life, you're, you're not around parents or family. You're, 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 you could be whoever you're going to be. And she really hadn't put any thought to that. And she was like, yeah, whoa. (laughs) <laughs> whoa and she and she started talking about it it was re- it was so great like i had one of the best conversations with her last night it was so good and you know kids don't often it's not often that you can have that kind of conversation yeah so i feel like super like i'm i'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to that for a while like that's gonna be yeah. something I hold well, that's on to. great that's you know because most kids are like I don't want to talk to you especially yeah no like, mm. yeah and hank is definitely like <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't want to discuss. You know, we have gotten to the point, though, where, you know, like after, like if he has a fit about something like that, afterwards, he's able to kind of analyze it and talk about like what might have happened. Like, oh, I was hungry or I just didn't feel like doing it right then or whatever it was. Um, And like, you know, when he's calm to discuss it and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. try and like figure out what was going on. Yeah. Which is good yeah we have a we have three kind of danger things that will get you out of anything one i need to i'm dehydrated two Mm. i'm hungry three i forgot to eat lunch (laughs) those are all things that whatever's happening is stopped they're stopped immediately and either a protein bar um almonds banana like there's some sort of emergency treatment for that yeah, Gatorade. Water. And maybe that's what. Maybe that was because this was like uh, the other morning when he would not like do a chore that he's supposed to do um, because he hadn't had breakfast yet. But I was making his breakfast for him that day, mm-hmm. and it was not done. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't have eaten his breakfast at that point anyway. Yes. 
Um, but he was saying that he wanted to eat before he did the chore. And we're like, just do it now. It's going to take like three seconds. And, mm-hmm. you know, or, well, it would take a little bit longer than that. But <laughs> certainly the way he does it. <laughs> 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 but... <laughs> Because he does it, you know, with that, like, you know, slow, like, yeah. he could like do it faster, time, but one thing you know, he's not going to move it. He's yeah. not going to give us the satisfaction of doing it faster. <laughs> no, he's going to work that angle. Mm-hmm. We we have a no sit down policy with some stuff. Like, this is not oh. a sit down, sit down job. There's no sitting. Mm-hmm. You yeah. need to remain standing. Oh, so the other thing is, is unload the dishwasher. And the silverware alone would take... 45 minutes to unload if done the way the children would opt to do it, <laughs> yeah. which is a single utensil at a time. Well, that's and, what he does. <laughs> and in our kitchen, that's like, it's not right there. It's like, uh, it's across the kitchen. It's like, no, it's not far. It's five feet or whatever. But still. Mm-hmm. So, so, you, so oh, oh, okay. Process. So they leave the thing in the, and they carry it one by one? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Okay, that's not what he does. <laughs> One knife, over. Walk back, and in the middle of does the all thing, of this, does the, they're telling does the, a story. Does the basket not come out? It does. Okay, and, and but, but some of it is. But they size. haven't discovered that. <laughs> well, some of it's the size. They don't make. They don't make. They don't avail themselves of that. Right, and and it's a. It's kind of an awkward basket. It's a little longer, and the the utensils we have are kind of heavy, and I think that's part of it too. But mm-hmm. yeah, yes, John, and to answer your question, mm-hmm. the basket is removable and it is not removed gotcha. for that purpose. Right. Although that would be the normal way to do it. I grew up in a kitchen where the stuff was right next to the dishwasher. It made no sense to remove the basket. And I would, okay. I had my hands were big enough. I could just grab a handful of stuff and start throwing it away. I can actually, on a good day, take everything out of that basket in my hands and do it. Just everything's in my hands. <laughs> but, you know, I'm freakishly... Large-handed, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, so there's yeah, the no sitting rule, and also there's the we are not focusing on the lyrics to this obscure musical that you guys are so into right now, and character development, and LARPing, <laughs> and like role play, and whatever you guys are working on. I love that you're, you know, that's where you live and that's your thing, but the dishes need to get taken care of here. <laughs> yeah. And, and also yeah, there's a, there's an amazing mm. level of um, he's gotten better about it. He used to do like I'm trying to think of an example. He used to do like crazy. Um, what was the like? I think it was like last year when he was going to school. I think I mentioned this on the show, maybe but it was like, um, you know, it's time time to go to school. And he's like, you know, we got to go right now. And he's like, I want to go upstairs and get the five dollars I owe you. <laughs> <laughs> just random like just yeah right right oh no really? I just this thing. <laughs> that's something you're dying to do right now yeah yeah it's not that you're trying to avoid going to school right <laughs> and and acting completely like oh no it really is yeah yeah like right. here's the thing john how we could you kids. think that that's not what i want to do right we, I, I i there are kids who we have kids who would do that and and mean it like they wouldn't be like oh wait uh, oh i guess i am late for school like there's been a couple of times it's pretty clear they're they're trying to stall but yeah. we've had a couple of times where it's like all right the story you're telling me that we're like three or four words into i want to hear it 
but I cannot hear the whole thing right now because it's 819 and the bell's going to ring in 60 seconds <laughs> and we have to sprint three blocks. So let's go. <laughs> and you can tell me after school if it's really important or yeah. if it's super important and like someone's going to die, we'll stop everything. And that's kind of how I like, have to do it. Otherwise, we'll, <laughs> Is anyone like, going to die? We're going to be there and we're going to be in a detail, like a multi-layer story with like several characters and, you know, Right, Plot, right. plots and subplots mm -hmm, and people mm -hmm. who were doing this other thing and then this other thing happened and and it's like i'm completely lost in this story like where are you what's the even what's the point of the story what's and like so we've had this my, my girlfriend's like headline what's the headline guys which i think is good yeah right right headline yeah. first and then and we then, get into it and she, uh, yeah. it's almost like inverted lead you know classic journalism right Right, the inverted right. pyramid lead. Yeah, because then they also learn something about journalism. <laughs> exactly. And they learn also that the fourth estate is really important, especially when there's a Supreme Court justice who just decided to retire <laughs> like a complete douche nozzle. <laughs> and then Democrats are fighting mm -hmm. with each other about mm, the past. Civility. So anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Indeed. <sighs> but we're not going to talk about that because we don't talk about that. No, politics. no, that show is not a political show. It's just no, not. not at all. It's not at all. Oh, John. So, okay. Yeah. What, what is your next, what's like the next seven days in your summer? Has, is summer uh, school starting or? So let's see. So 4th of July is next week. Can you believe oh, that? Yeah. Um, crazy. And we traditionally have people over for the 4th of July. So we're going to have to start cleaning this house this weekend. Um, and, uh, and then my parents come on Thursday and my brother comes on Friday. For just like a few days, just for the weekend. So added layer mm. of not only do we need to clean the house, we need to touch up the paint <laughs> mm. in the kitchen. And we need to, um, and I don't know what we're going to do about the yard, but probably mm. just going to have to be a disaster. So, <sighs> um, but we got to do everything that we can possibly do because this is, uh, this is our crunch time for... <laughs> My my parents are a little icky about some things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember if my mom still listens to this podcast. <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah. Well, so there's hello. some anxiety about yeah. that, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and um, that 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 will probably come out over the next week. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So we got that to look forward to. All right. Um, and I think we're probably too late because I was think we were talking about hiring someone to come in and clean, but uh, I think we're probably too late for that now. Ooh, I don't know. Unless we, I don't know. Uh, there's you know, there's past advertisers. When I go back upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who do we know? Right. Uh, we have a past advertiser that might be a good resource for you, but uh, oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, um, yeah. So I'm not sure. So our Fourth of July last year was pretty good. We had we had three of the kids um, with us, and our building opened up the roof. And if you get there in time, you can see fireworks. And and for us, the fireworks were far enough away that the the roof was not the hot ticket. When the fireworks are in Lower Manhattan and closer to our part of Brooklyn, mm -hmm. it's like you get up there early and you camp out for like seven thousand hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so you yeah. bring games and you like junk food right. and everything and um, mm -hmm. hang. You can't have glass, so any kind of drinks are have to be in you know containers. 
Yeah. And uh, I'm, I, I don't know whether, whether, what it's going to be this year, if it's going to be on the East River or the Hudson. I'm trying to find that out. Cannot. So anyway, I was going to say, our 4th of July usually is going to the roof and watching fireworks. We'll probably do it again. But the big thing for us this week is getting um, getting those damn kids to camp. Right. Yeah. Well, we can see that we can usually we can often see the fireworks from our deck. Um, and if we can't see it from the deck, we just go down to like a like two doors to this empty field that's on the other side of our neighbor's house. Nice. And we can see fireworks. So we don't have to go far, which is good. And then there's an air show. Um which unfortunately, like they had like budget cutbacks. It used to be um, the military used to be involved, and they would have like the oh wow F-18s or whatever. I mean, just like screaming across the water. I mean, and like then taking a ninety degree turn and going straight up. That was pretty cool. Now it's just it's more like um, private stunt planes, and then people who own um, you know vintage like aircraft from World War II and stuff like that, which is still pretty neat, but it's not as quite as cool as it used to be <laughs> yeah but it's fun it's fun that you know we don't have to go anywhere or we can just hang out in our yard and watch the show that's kind of cool because driving like particularly like this area when i mean because this is the area like if you're in tacoma you want to get into the north end so you can see the fireworks and um it becomes kind of a pain in the ass to move around on yeah. the fourth because there are people scrambling for parking near places where there are views and stuff like that. And so um, mm. I would just assume not do any of that. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, no. We, uh, the last time I, I was close to fireworks was probably when I was, probably when I was a kid and we went to this, um, it wasn't even the 4th of July, but it was like a July-ish show. And the Utah Symphony played at a college that was not in Salt Lake City. I can't remember. Maybe it was in Ogden, Utah, and they launched fireworks on campus, and they played the uh, 1812 Overture of 1812, mm-hmm. and they tried to time fireworks. This is before computers, and you know, yeah, right, right, and um, yeah. synced up audio and audio delay control and all that stuff. But it was awesome. The orchestra playing and the fireworks, and like he- you could hear the fireworks fly through the air. That kind of <laughs> you know that sound of <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and then, right, like right. you're right under the fireworks, literally. Yeah. Really yeah. awesome. Not safe at all, but really awesome. No, <laughs> and you really can't do that now. Like they've they've locked it down. Most I don't know anywhere in the world you could do that. Well, you know, you standing get... right under the fireworks—that's a learning experience for kids. Yes, it is. It's learning and growing. Mm-hmm. And that's right. You learn about you know what happens when you're on fire. <laughs>